Yeah, we're excited. It's going to be a big year for us. I mean, it's our first year going to four days, so that's, you know, a big step for us anyways. And good thing, too, with all the people coming, Marie mentioned something like 60-some groups. 68. Right? 68. 68. Yeah, which is... That's you know, phenomenal, you guys. Yeah, I think that two years ago in Orlando, we were at 43, so it's a massive jump in just a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And a nice balance of, um, of you know, group communities bringing more, like expanding, bringing younger kids, or alternatively, it, groups that had you know, only younger groups that are bringing an adult group or a young adult group, which is a really nice that that the the growth of that age group I think is really exciting. It's that young adult like college age, which is super that we've seen a lot more of that. And then of course adding on a couple of communities too, which is not extra nice. That's fantastic. And that's, that's where you're going to get the best retention too, is those, you know, those college kids, they're going to be the ones passing, not passing the torch, the the torch gets passed to them. And and after they're done with college, they start getting more involved and, or they can be more involved. And uh, yeah, that's just, that's great that the younger generation is, uh, uh, that's what needs to happen. They need to come in and and yeah, so <laughs> no, hundred percent. A lot of them I see wearing, you know, many hats too. I mean, it's Charlotte, for example. I'll see the same kids that are dancing in the adult group, helping teach a younger group, you know, coaching basketball on top of it at church. They're just, <laughs> they're doing everything, and it's it's actually really it's pretty awesome. So. That's fantastic, you guys. Yeah, that's so great. It's just so wild the amount of growth. Like if you think about what it was the last time we were in Orlando. It's, it's like a Delta of 20 extra groups at least. Right. What was Um, last year? That's a huge percentage It's 50% growth almost. Right. So, um, what do you guys attribute that to? What do you think? Where do you think that is kind of coming from? Like, I mean, I'm sure there's groups that are bringing multiple groups or churches or communities that are bringing like two groups instead of just one, or there's new groups, but what do you think is kind of behind that growth? Um, Hard hitting questions. For me, I think, I mean, I think it's a compounded answer, um, but kind of how we were speaking earlier, we have all these um, college age students getting involved. I think this is the result of having a few years of a very successful event that people want to come back to, to have these college ages want to return and participate. Um, And they are in turn inspiring other, other younger groups, whether they're directing them or they're help inspiring people within their community to kind of um, help us grow this event we've had, um, I guess you could say HDF has grown year over year, um, but in the last few years, um, we've really tried to make it a focus to really provide quality to the event and make it something that is very exciting for everyone and not something that's stale. That's the same thing year over year, but to try to do something really inventive and different. And I think hopefully, maybe I'm just being a little bit optimistic, but we're seeing the results of the fruits of our labor when it comes to that. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. My my first answer was going to be similar to yours in that I feel like it's net. We're now at the point where those those kids, the ones that we're to keep talking about, you know, they truly did grow up with HDF. So um, I think that that's something. And now it's just sort of what they're what they know and what they love. And now they're ready to to turn around and give it back. So it's ingrained now in the communities in that way you know, for 20 years. And then those, those people just want to keep, keep, keep at it and, and stay connected to it, which is so important. And I do think too, 
And to Stavros' point as well, it's been so important to us to to foster that spirit of warmth, family, community. Mm -hmm. Um, And hopefully that we hope that that's part of what's drawing people back. Um, I would say one indicator for me, Stacey, and I don't know if you would agree, but after we had took the year off from COVID, we were very worried about if like our kind of growth would have fallen or um, if that momentum that we had been building would fall off. But we had more groups following COVID than we did before. So people still waited out and still came. So to me, that was a good indicator that, you know, we're still on the right track here and where people are very enthused and want to be a part of this. Yeah, I think, I mean, I definitely think that was, that that happened. Um, we were lucky, you know, we we slid in that 2020 event and so it was fresh on everyone's minds. And then we, we did do our best to stay connected. You know, we we did several, a handful of forums during the, the shutdown and when we couldn't have live events and, um, you know, even, even Onyxy, like thinking, I mean, you, you guys were here for that. I mean, that, that ended up being a much bigger event than it had been in the past too. It's like everything came back with a with fervor, you know, it was um, really exciting to see that. Yeah. I think you can definitely, for someone who, you know, had never been to HDF, became part of the fit committee, like through this podcast, essentially. Right. Um, you can feel the family atmosphere there. Like it's, and you know, I, I can't, I've never been to FDF either. So, um, I'm sure you, you feel an atmosphere there, but you really feel like, you know, you're seeing people in the audience who they've been instructors or like now it's, you know, their kids are up there. Yeah. And Papu are up there and that continuation has to be deliberate. You know, I think it's so easy. Like you see it in church groups, how they fall off or like sons and maids chapters, how they kind of close down. Right. Um, and the fact that there's deliberate continuation and like kind of inherent succession planning is so important. So, you know, kudos to those communities that are like those 20 year olds or college age people are now going back because there's a lot of things to pull people away from that. And we saw that post pandemic, like so many things changed, you know, I mean, one thing to understand, too, is that HDF's not that old. This is actually just the 23rd event, and I know 23 years sounds like a long time, but for the longest time in those 23 years, it was a youth Goya thing. So it wasn't until, like, the late 20-teens that we actually decided as a committee to try to make it more of a Metropolis family event and make it that family effort. So I'm glad you pointed that out, Maria, because that's something that we've really strived to do because for the longest time, like, for example, when I was dancing as a kid at HDF, it was nothing like it is now, one, but mm-hmm. two, it, at 18, it cut off. Um, so Oh, interesting. It, um, yeah, it's definitely been a... Um, a change in direction for us. And that's what we've kind of been striving. And I think that's what's attributed to a lot of growth too, because even in my own community, I hear my dance parents having just as much fun or enjoying the event just as much as the kids that are dancing. Parents whose kids have aged out or just aren't participating anymore are now look for ways to, to come back so they can hang out. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> we have like a group of dads who are like, wait, what do we do this year? Where we want to <laughs> come back and hang out. But can we go without our kids? Uh, right. Is it allowed? Totally acceptable. Um, <laughs> right? We need some volunteers. <laughs> I have to say um, that everything I had heard before I came to HDF was that it's, you know, that that more family, the intimate um, atmosphere and the 
I have to say that's definitely what I experienced that first time that uh, that I went a couple of years ago. So it, it really is. Um, it, it it looks like it's on a great track, uh, and you know you guys have well, so much potential. And obviously, as you're saying, you know, the, uh, every, every everything's just gonna not snowball necessarily, but uh, it, it it should grow really well with uh, with where things are at this point. And it's our goal to maintain, even though with the 68 groups and the thousands of people at this point, to maintain that intimate atmosphere. So even in this year's planning, we've tried to do a few events that really keep it in a more intimate setting and um, targeted events for certain groups, just to kind of keep that whole mentality and idea going, despite the thousands that will be mm-hmm. on site. Yeah, because it could it could become a challenge, you know, with the growth to to maintain. I mean, we'll work hard at it, um, but it'll be interesting see to see how if it feels if it feels different. But I I mean, to Stavros' point, we have sort of built in um, events into the weekend to to foster that that family feel. And we actually, I mean, we took into account the feedback we do our director survey at the end of the last couple of years, we've done that. And it's been um, very well received and, and people participate in it. And we took a lot of the suggestions from last year um, to and incorporated it with this extra time that we had. We tried to be thoughtful, not overscheduled because that was part of the problem before is everyone was so overscheduled, but mm-hmm. schedule things thoughtfully um, that could just enhance and, and give people that targeted uh, opportunity to, to have fellowship and exchange ideas and meet new people. I definitely think that's going to be key to have the directors and the participants feel heard as far as, you know, the improvements that can be made and to be seen that there are, you know, they can, they can very much see it uh, is definitely fan, just a fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we definitely of- value their opinion. I mean, and the reality is most of us that are involved in planning either still are or were directors for the longest time. So, um, the dance circle, I'd say, on the East Coast is maybe a little bit smaller than the West Coast. So most of us are friends, school body, all of those things. So we really do value those opinions from directors that come. And even like myself, I'm not directing anymore. This is taking up too much of my time. But still want to stay real in tune with what the directors are saying because they are the ones that are bringing – they are the ones that are bringing the masses. And they are the ones that mm-hmm. are kind of carrying the torch locally to keep this going and strong. Right. And at the heart of it still is the competition. So we want that to, to, to feel good, to run smoothly, to, you know, to recognize, not only to recognize the work that's being done, but what we've, what we've noticed is that the way that we recognize is a driver for people getting better and learning Mm -hmm. more. And so we tried to, we made a couple of changes this year on purpose to thoughtfully sort of recognize, we talked about this on the last forum, um, added a couple of, or we made some adjustments, for example, to costume judging um, that would recognize things in a certain way to help people move forward in a way that's, that encourages more understanding, more learning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that, evolution and that kind of like leveling up is really important because it pushes that bar that people are constantly chasing, which is, you know, can be a little bit like nebulous, but you're giving people a pathway like, you know, that there's this extra 
recognition or extra, whatever it, it might be. Um, and that gives some people something to shoot for, you know, as opposed to kind of, you know, just whatever the costume was in the past. But um, can you talk, either of you talk about some of like the um, additions for this year or what people can look forward to, or if people are kind of on the fence about, should we go, you know, what's kind of like, what's popping for HDF 2024? Stacey, I'll let you start. Well, there's another Lendy, guys. I mean, there's a whole other night. <laughs> so that um, we what to be excited about. Um, part of actually one of the things that we did um, to in in response to some of the directors' feedback was to organize a director social for Saturday night. Uh, so that will be in the in the hours leading up to the Glendy on Saturday, which, you know, with the exception of the advanced senior category, all those directors will be, the rest of the directors will be nice and relaxed. Their performances will be over and will be an opportunity just for directors to sort of be together, um, meet new people, maybe put faces to names uh, that they've been connected in, in one way or another, whether it's for material, costumes, things like that. Uh, the judges will be invited to that as well. So that'll be a nice opportunity for, for fellows ship um we uh, talked touched briefly on the the award changes um but we can talk about that later i don't know Stavro, if you wanted to talk about the expanded workshops i know you have a your finger on that more yeah so um we have added um, a couple of clergy to our committee that have wanted to um, expand our workshop effort. And the reality is we add workshops have kind of been an afterthought the last few years because everybody is so busy. It just hasn't really fit into people's schedules. Um, so um, we added quite a few different workshops to this year's event, some religious, um, but some outside of that scope too. Um, one that I think most will be exciting for is we're going to have um, Dr. Patty League. He's going to be leading a workshop and he's going to be doing um, one teaching people different folk instruments so people have the opportunity to actually come and um, try to play or become familiarized with different folk instruments. So that's one that Great. we're really excited for. <laughs> um, and then we'll also be having, this is, forgive me, I don't know all of the details because I'm not real versed in Ionian Village, but Ionian Village is starting this new program called IV on the Go, where they mm -hmm. bring the ideas of Ionian Village to a setting here in the United States. So they will be having the first one here at HDF. So that would be something that's geared towards our high school students that will kind of maybe make them interested in Ionian Village, but also give them an opportunity just to mingle and interact and get to know each other during that Saturday evening when the directors are having their director social. Um, in addition, I know Stacey, you mentioned the Glendia. Um, we do have three Glandia and we've tried to make a point to include as many musicians that will be at HDF as possible and are doing our best to try to provide themed nights. So our first night is going to be focused on um, the the islands, the Nisiya. So it's going to be Nisiotko Glandia for the most part, focusing on the islands in Crete. And then um, our Saturday Glandia is just going to kind of be our Paravosiako Glandia that really take touches a little bit of all of Greece. And then on Sunday, we're going to have um, two bands from Northern Greece that are going to, so it's going to be a Northern Greece landing night with Mythorios from Thessaloniki. And we're going to have the, so now there's from Sedis that will be um, excellent closing out the night. So um, trying to really highlight the different types of music and give everybody a lot of the talented musicians an opportunity to play. Um, but we're really looking forward to having three different events, all with kind of, slightly different focus to keep them nice and spicy. 
And then oh, actually, we also, for the first time, welcoming two international groups to the stage, which will be really exciting. We've got um, a group from Canada coming to compete um, in the advanced senior category. Kikos is coming from Edmonton. And then we are welcoming um, an exhibition group from Thessaloniki, Kikos also, um, which is uh, made up of several of our judges. And then they're bringing um, their group to perform on, on Friday. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I really love, um, I mean, I love the idea of like themed event, themed evenings, because I think it gives people kind of like, um, like I love a good costume party and I know it's not costume party themed, but it's sort of in that same kind of vein. Um, and I think it will give the musicians more of a chance to like really dig into the evening as well. You know, um, kind of like when you, you go to like up on Haiti in Greece and like the first hour, hour and a half, you're like, okay. And then it's like something switches and it's just like oof, for the rest of the night, you know? Um, and I also really commend you all for, this is the nurse and me speaking for the workshop on kind of, you know, um, what's out there in the community that's going to be hosted by like a police officer in terms of drugs and stuff like that. Um, back in the day, uh, we had that like in our Goya. I mean, I was like super young. I might not have even been Goya age and it still stuck with me. Like the stuff that we kind of talked about, because I don't think we do a great job talking to kids and young adults about that. Um, and you know, um, so I think there's, there's such a beautiful mix in the workshops of spiritual stuff, practical, like life stuff, I that, that was kind of the goal to really dig into different aspects and take the workshops and make them beneficial to people. Like the, I forgot to mention the one that he just mentioned earlier, Maria, mm -hmm. but then there's even other ones like about how to build your dance program or youth programs, which is important relative stuff um, mm -hmm. that we hope people will take advantage of now that they have a little bit of extra time. And we've tried to make the workshop schedule to where the groups that it's age relevant to are not competing at that time. So it'll be something that they could very easily attend or be at. Good. That's awesome. And it's so much planning to go into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like schedule. Yeah. Nightmare. yeah. Well, you definitely had to expand, expand the committee to, to, to accommodate, you know, the, or to support the changes to, I mean, Father Kiriakos has done a great job with the workshops this year and, um, and having bringing Dimitri Papa Dimitri on for AV has been a huge help. I think we'll just have to continue to 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 do those types of things too to support the growth and to and to and to make sure that we're paying attention to the details that matter. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Um, what's next for HDF? And you might be like, Maria, let's just get through this. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you could like dream, like what's next? What's, what do you see down the, the pipe, you know, or in the pipeline? Um, let's see. Well, we'll have several announcements that we're going to announce at HDF this year. So I'm not going to give all those answers, but I'll, I'll give you some hints or inklings towards the direction. Um, but we will soon be celebrating our 25th anniversary, so we have some exciting plans planned for that. Um, we also would like to continue our HDF forum series. That's something that's not going to go away, but it's going to be expanded going forward. So some will be in person, like the last one at Onyxie. We plan to do another one at Onyxie, but also others throughout the year virtually just to keep everybody connected and to build on the um, idea of continual knowledge and 
this summer, we actually just um, completed our HDF Odyssey trip, which we do every four years, taking a group of kids to Greece. And we're looking to expand that trip. So hopefully it's more often or more expansive to more ages. So those are kind of the things down the pipeline. Yeah, I think the hot, the hot, the hot button um, kind of theme for me is is that expansion of the educational piece and making sure that we. It's funny. I, th- I feel like me personally, I've started to transition my mind. That, you know, what what gets left behind? You know, I've already kind of to Stavros point. We've been directors and we're now heavily into the planning of this event and the execution of it. Um, and it's it, it, we all we do look forward. We you can't help but do so. Um, and so for me, that education piece is the key and continuing to build and expand that bridge with the motherland, right? We have to keep those ties um, close. We have to continue to to look for people um, that that would collaborate um, and that that look to help us in our our mission too um, and, and that we can help. I think, I think it goes both ways. It truly is a bridge. And so I think that continuing to look for ways to make that even better will be important to us. Awesome. Can you talk a little bit about Anixi, even if it's just like the date of when that's going to happen this year, or if you have any details on that? Yes. Thank you for asking. Um, it will be, it is on the calendar for the first weekend in March. So um, it's going to be a um, Pocres theme. Yay. And it's um, it's the first weekend of March. So it'll be the first and second in Charlotte again. And um, there'll be a lot more details to come um, soon on that, but we'll be teasing that at HDF this year too. So. Awesome. Um, it was so much fun last year for anybody uh, who's listening to this podcast. I think it's uh, a workshop that is so much focused on sharing in the style of teaching or teaching in the style of sharing. Um, you know, it had to me at least a relaxed kind of nature to it. Like, yes, the workshops had an intensity and stuff like that. And they were very focused, but it was very much like a sharing atmosphere and um, definitely a really good time. So I would highly suggest for anybody who's interested in going to go. Um, I will definitely be there. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I second that. My first time at Onyxie and it was a, I thought you guys did a great job of that as well. So I definitely recommend it to uh, whoever can go and yeah. So. Yeah, big big shout out to Sarados Caperonas on that. I mean, he 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 that was his brainchild, and he was very young. I think he may have been a senior in high school when he when he put the first one together. So um, it's it's awesome that that's come back around. It took a little bit of a break, longer than HDF did during COVID or post COVID, but um, really glad to be back at it. So it's it's um it's it's been fun, and Charlotte and the Charlotte community has grown so much even since then that it um, there's a lot more support for it even locally, which has been been great for us here. Awesome. Um, so we're gonna plan to this is kind of like a two part series. This is the the pre HDF podcast, and then we're definitely gonna do a a post HDF podcast to kind of um, you know just talk about everything from the weekend, uh, you know how things went, um, you know and all the amazing things that will be announced at HDF that we can't necessarily share, um, at this moment in time. So, um, just to kind of wrap, you know, things up, if, uh, let's say somebody's listening and they're still 
debating on on coming. Um, we've heard about the you know expanded schedule, the amazing planning, um, you know the the opportunity for true fellowship and networking and fun. Um, but if you could sum up HDF in just a few words, what would you what would you pin it as? Like if you were talking to an alien or somebody who's just never experienced it, what would you say? Let's see. I'm going to go with the alliteration response and I'm going to say fun, family, and let me come up with one more F word here. <laughs> that's, that's appropriate for the Surtos podcast. I'm going to say fun and family um, for now. How about that? Awesome. It works. I will say that um, we're looking forward to having our largest event yet that celebrates our Greek folk and Orthodox family coming together from not only the metropolis of Atlanta, but now all over the United States and abroad. And we're very excited to celebrate um, everyone coming together from near and far. And just to put in a little plug, if anybody still wants to come to HDF, registration closes January 4th. And um, the hotel block is sold out, but I would suggest a call back every day because rooms are being released and you might just get your room just to squeeze a little more. The hotel's doing a great job to work with everyone. And there's a awesome. coffee shop this year, guys. We didn't have a coffee oh. shop two years ago and there's coffee, so. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sold. <laughs> Especially in the morning. Yes, you're taking All care. Right. Exactly. And, um, a huge thank you to you both. You guys put in so many hours, um, not even hours, days, months, weeks, years of planning for this. So um, I know, I'm sure you feel the love, but a, a massive thank you to your commitment for this because um, I think that is a huge reason for why HDF has been so successful. Um, and I'm really looking forward to this year. So if you don't hear it enough, a huge, huge, huge thank you. Um, Exactly. So everyone at HDF, all of us will be together once again in just a couple of weeks, right? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs>